<laughs> yes, uh... Oh, man. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, it's uh, it's six fifty nine. We're we're gone playing seven o'clock, and I, you know, as we always started off, we said, "Good morning, men of God. Welcome to the National Men's Prayer Call, uh, where we meet every Tuesday and Thursday, um, seven to seven thirty a.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, we have a Zoom line, and we also uh, have you can join us Facebook Live. Look." Join us, um, share, tag a friend, allow, have them to join us too, man. We, we got an awesome platform here. We got an awesome gentleman uh, here this morning that's going to uh, share with us, uh, Pastor Alfred Warren uh, Jr. Uh, he was on once before, so you are in for a treat. We're in uh, for a treat. Um, let us allow you to have some breakfast before you get your physical breakfast. We're going to feed you a little spiritual breakfast this morning. Uh, so if you're hungry, boy, you came to the right place. Uh, we we go ahead. We got a banquet for you. We gonna lay it out. He gonna lay it spread out, and you you gonna eat all you want. You can digest all you want. So we just thank God uh, for this opportunity this morning. Look, I'm still on fire from last week. We've been on fire all of this month. We, we're talking about impact. Now that uh, uh, we are here, what's next? And last and, and just Tuesday, boy, when I tell you uh, that brother brought it, and he he talked about that God. You know what I mean? When if you're looking for healing, you know what I mean. We call on that God. You know what I mean. So I'm still excited. I'm still full of energy. I'm still full of joy because I understand what that God is capable of doing. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. You know what I mean that God. You know what I mean the God that we all serve. You know what I mean the God that transforms lives. The God that picks you up and turns you around and places your feet on solid ground. That God. So, you know, we're excited this morning. You know, this is my last uh, day for the month. You know what I mean? Reggie Tenor is coming back up next month. So, you know, I'm kind of excited. You know what I mean? My spirit is flowing because I get an opportunity to talk about that God. You know what I mean? The God that saved a little, a little old wretch like me. That God. So, I'm, we're just excited this morning. And I always, you know I mean? I try to come to you with a script. I come to you with John 14, 13, and 14. It says, I will do whatever you ask in my name. So that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, Brother Benny Franklin, and I will do it. Brother Johnny Mack, he said you can ask him for anything in his name, and he would do it. So here we are. Lord, we come this morning just as humble as we know how. Father, we just come to give you all the praise and all the glory that you so richly deserve. Father, we thank you for touching us with your finger of love this morning. Father, we thank you for allowing us to experience and to bask in brand new grace and brand new mercy. Father, just thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this collection of men, Father God. Thank you for the different minds, Father God, and the different characters, Father God, that you've collected and assembled on this platform, Father. We're here for one reason, Father God, to impact, to uplift, Father God, and to plant seeds, Father God, so that they can take root, Father God, so they, they, they can allow men uh, to change, Father God, and give them the vision, Father God, to change. But, Father, we know that change cannot take place, Father, unless it includes you, Father. So that's why we uplift you, Father God, and, and just give you all the glory and all the power, Father. We don't take credit for it. I thank you, Father God, for using us. I thank you for creating this platform. I thank you for giving Dr. Green this, this vision. Father God, we don't take credit for it, Father God, because we know it's all you. So we thank you, Father, for the lives that you've changed. Father, I thank you for the lives that you've changed on this platform. 
Father, because every man on this platform has a testimony, whether it's a, a, a testimony of healing, Father God, a testimony of increase, Father God, you, 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 you fix somebody's relationship on this platform, Father. So we come to you this morning just telling you, thank you, Father God, because we're excited about the God, Father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We're excited about the God uh, that we call the Alpha and the Omega. We're excited about the God that's there from the beginning and that's going to be there in the end. We're excited about the God that we call the Lily in the Valley. So we said, thank you for that God, the God that provides us with healing, the God that provides us with more than enough, that God. So we just thank you this morning, Father. We just thank you for allowing us, Father God, to, to still be in connection, not, Father, with you and, and just to have our helpmates. Father God, thank you for those strong women that you provided, Father God, in our lives that put up with our mess, Father God, that are there to bring us down when our heads get too big. We thank you, Father God, for our ribs. We thank you. Father God, we ask you, Father God, on this day that you continue to uplift us and give us guidance, Father God. We know that we're in the midst of a pandemic, Father God. We don't know when this thing is going to be over, but Father God, we know that you are large and in charge. We know that you are in control, Father God. So we ask you, Father God, we give it to you, Father God. We, we, we give it to you, Father God. We know that you are in control, Father. So thank you, Father, for keeping us in the midst of the pandemic, Father. We woke up, Father God, to give you the glory and the praise you so richly deserve, Father. But I'm here to tell you, somebody woke up, Father God, with suicide on their mind. Somebody woke up this morning, Father God, without a job. Somebody woke up this morning with relationship issues. So the same God, Father, that we believe in, the same God, Father, that we believe if we walk by faith and we walk by and not by sight, that our situation will be changed. You're the same God that can remove that thought of suicide. You're the same God that will allow that man to get dressed and then believe that the job is out there for him. The same God. So we thank you this morning. Father, we thank you for allowing Brother Warren to come back and join us one more time. Father, empty his cup and fill it with your Holy Spirit. Remove him, Father. It's not, and allow it to be about your will. Allow him to sow into us, Father God, into every man and every woman that's watching this morning. Somebody needs this word. Somebody needs to understand uh, how to impact, how to make a change, how to put pressure on their situation. So we thank you for this gentleman this morning. Have his way. Allow him to have his way. Father, continue to uh, uplift us and to broaden our minds. And always to allow us to continue to meditate, to study your word, and to pray to you. Father, we thank you. We love you. We live for you. And we most definitely will die for you. In your darling son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, uh, Brother Talbot, man. We just always love you kicking us off every Tuesday and Thursday, man, and thank you once again for getting us kicked off this morning, and uh, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome uh, to the mic this morning my good friend, uh, 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 I almost forgot, uh, 
uh, rock, uh, Alfred Warren, man, it's just, I'm getting old. So my good friend, Alfred Warren, Alfred is certainly, guys, he is no stranger at all to the National Men's Prayer Call. And guys, we are in for a treat. Alfred is the senior pastor of Body of Christ Worship Center. Uh, and also, to, uh, he and his wife have a wonderful, wonderful uh, marriage ministry, guys. Uh, what is the name of it, Alfred, together? To, what is the name of the marriage ministry? It's, uh, it's Two Together with One. Two Together is One, guys. And I'm going to tell you one thing that I, I really love about Alfred is what this is. The, this is, is Mike Tyson. That's the secret sauce behind Alfred. <laughs> It is that marriage ministry, man, that he and his beautiful bride, Raj, have been one, have been running for years, guys. And I'm telling you, if you want to learn something, follow this couple, because one thing that they do well, guys, they're very open and transparent about Christ. And, and one of the things I love about this brother that we have here, my dear friend, for over 30, 40 years, is that he lives a life of consistency ever since I've known Alfred. His life has been consistency. And you can grow behind a man that lives a life of consistency. So, guys, with all of that being said, I can continue to talk about this brother for the next hour, but I'm not going to do that because he has a good word that God has downloaded to him. So, it is my distinct pleasure to bring to the mic Alfred Warren of Body of Christ Worship Center. Take it over, man, Alfred. Uh, God bless y'all, man. Thank you. Thank you. My brother, my brother Red, man, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate uh, the National Men's Prayer Call. Thank you guys for allowing me uh, to serve uh, in this capacity. Thank the Lord for uh, Brother Matt. Man, I'm trying, I'm trying to get there, Brother Matt. I'm trying to get there. And to, <laughs> thank the Lord for him. Thank the Lord for uh, Brother Tauber. Thank you, sir, for that, uh, that prayer, that opening prayer. Uh, and I was, I was about to have some church. <laughs> I was about to have some church. So I thank God. Thank God for just all of the brothers, the, the visionary and everybody. Just thank God for you guys. Y'all, I'm, I'm not going, you know, us preachers start out by saying I'm not going to be before you long. I'm, <laughs> I'm really not. Uh, but I, I, I thank God for this opportunity because this we're coming up on my wife and I. We're coming up on our um, year, almost a year. A year ago, we both were uh, impacted with COVID, uh, and, and we're coming up on that. And my family, my we have three boys, and uh, all three have gone through COVID. Most recently, uh, our youngest son uh, went through COVID, and we thank God that uh, we can declare that God is a keeper. Uh, God is, uh, he's he's the sustainer. And so we appreciate, we appreciate the Lord and how he has watched over us uh, through this past year. Uh, but something that I have uh, been challenged with, uh, with pastoring and, and, and what's been heavy on my heart going through this whole uh, pandemic uh, is that um, it's, it's, it's a sad thing to see, even though we're going through COVID in one way or another, it's, it's, it's been really more concerning to see a lot of people fall away. A lot of people fall away from, from the faith of, of believing in the Lord Jesus, believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and so, um, man, it, it's, it's, it's been something. And to have the opportunity to speak on impact 
and what what do where do we go from here is uh is is something that I'm not taking for granted. Uh, this is very crucial. We're we're right now we're we're in a crucial crucial moment, and so I, I want to present to you guys. I want to present to you guys um, this thought. There are two impacts that have already been made. There are two impacts that have already been made. If we go, if we go to scripture, if we go to scripture and we come out of Romans chapter five, we come out of Romans chapter five and we look at verse 12 and we look at verse 12 and it says, wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. And then if we skip down to verse number 19, we will see that the scripture says, for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. So now I, I wanna present this to you because we have two major impacts. I believe it's more impactful, more influential than COVID will ever be. We see that one through Adam, through the first man, Adam, we have through his disobedience, the world has been impacted with sin and because of that, death. For the wages of sin is death. So what do we have here? Because of his disobedience, sin has come into the world and now, and now spiritual death is the result. What does that spiritual death look like? It looks like men separated from God, who is our life. <laughs> and so here we see that through Adam, the impact or the influence of Adam, sin and death has passed on everybody. But then we have the impact of Christ, the impact of Christ. So through Christ's obedience, now many are made righteous. Through the obedience of Christ, many are made righteous. So I want to present this to you. This is not going to be long at all, but I want to present this to you. So where do we go from here? I believe now it is up to the church to make a decision. Under whose influence are you going to live daily? Are we going to continue to live under the influence of the first man? Or are we going to live under the influence or the impact of Christ? Come on, y'all. We're, 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 we're so busy. We are so busy trying to impact things ourselves. But if we would just live under the influence, under the impact of Christ and what he has already done, then we would be able as men to impact our families. Then we would be able to impact our communities. Why? Because we're living under the influence. And so, again, Let's look at something because in the book of Acts chapter 17, the Bible tells us that in Thessalonica, the, that they were, they, they, they were upset that Paul now had came preaching the gospel. Come on, y'all, we got to deal with that because we cannot remove or be ashamed of the gospel because it's in the gospel that we find salvation. And there in the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed. Come on. And so here we cannot be ashamed of the gospel because it's the gospel that saves men. And so here we see that Paul, they came to Thessalonica preaching the gospel and they were so upset. The non-believers were so upset. Church folks were so upset. Religious folks were so upset 
that they were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when they preached the gospel of Jesus Christ, they went to the house of Jason to look for Paul, but they couldn't find him. So they took Jason and they told, they told the courts this. They said, these men that have turned the world upside down have come here. Come on, y'all. And verse 3 of 17 tells us Paul came preaching the gospel, preaching the Lord Jesus Christ, and that Jesus, this Christ, that, they, that the Jesus that they're preaching about is the Christ. And the Bible says many believe they turned the world upside down by preaching the right message. Impact. Impact. Therefore, the impact is not necessarily on the person. The impact is on the content which we carry. Come on. And that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. If we want to turn the world upside down, let's preach the gospel. Let's live the gospel in our day-to-day -day lives so that we can impact the world for the kingdom. It is our goal to expand the kingdom of God across this globe. And how are we going to do it? By proclaiming the death the burial and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the message that caused the whole town to burn their black, their witchcraft books. It is this message that healed people. It is this message because only signs and wonders come to confirm the right message. When we start preaching the message of the gospel, we'll start seeing miracles take place. Why? Because that is the message of impact. It is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage every preacher, every teacher, every believer, tell somebody about the gospel, not just, a, not just a humanistic message of trying to empower people with self-help, but let's, let's, let's preach the gospel. And in the gospel, we can declare in him, we live, we move, and we have our being. It is the gospel that makes an impact. It's the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So my prayer is, what's next? We go out and turn the world upside down for the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, brother. Um, Dr. Warren, we want to appreciate you, brother Warren. Thank you for that, the, the, the message. I don't want to over-talk it, you know, because... You know, you know how we preachers do after we can over talk some stuff and I don't want to jump on the tail end of that. But gentlemen, we've had an incredible uh, month about impact. And um, what Alfred has shared with us is just the power uh, of the impact that one person can can have upon a community. And you think about that sometimes, you know, uh, I, I've been um, in this struggle for a minute. I celebrated my 11th anniversary in ministry uh, this past Sunday. And I understand some of the things that, especially from this vantage point as being a pastor, and sometimes we hold some stuff in, but it could be that one song that break a brother down. Boy, it'd be that one song. It could be that one phone call I get from my brother that when I'm on the verge of ready to let things go and, you know, I'm in, in my emotions, right? And it's that one phone call of encouragement that can happen. It could be that one place that we stop by and then we impact that it could be that that one person us that can change you know circumstances in one second in one second things can turn around like that 
and um, you know, deliverance can come just like that. So we we definitely want to make sure that we hold up in that. And again, this whole month has been about impact. It's about the necessity of us stepping up in the places that God has called us to be, to be those influencers, to be those people that uh, represent the kingdom. We we are kingdom minded people. We come here and we're representatives of a of a God that 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 carries so much and that can change so many different things. And so it is really, really sobering and humbling and an honor to be in a place where God uses us. And so never, never forget that in all the communities that you serve, including the first one in your house and your ministry at church or what you do in the vertical of your employment, where you're at in every community that we serve, God has put a beacon there and that's us, right? That's what Dr. Warren was telling us, is that one person can either be the domino effect that starts something going to the negative or be the one that stops it. And that's what we're called to be. So with that being in mind, gentlemen, I won't belabor this at all. Um, we're getting ready to end out. I didn't know if we, since we do have a little time, did, did anybody okay. want to share anything that we have from over the month that, you know, was transformative to you or anything that you stepped up and you, you saw God's hand on anything? Yeah, and, uh, so Derek, um, I, I believe the Lord is just is pushing us to um, have uh, Pastor Warren to speak on his marriage ministry for just a second. And it's called two, together we're one. And that's, uh, that's kingdom mathematics. So just from an impact standpoint, if he could just share about two minutes on that, then we'll open it up uh, for the rest of the brothers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you, Brother Mac. I, I appreciate the opportunity to share. Uh, what, what we have going on, uh, Roz and I, we've started this ministry uh, to, the Lord allowed us to start this ministry to, together with one. It's been about maybe, uh, say maybe about 12, maybe about between 12, 14 years ago, we started this ministry. And, and what our, our whole purpose is, is to point people back to the blueprint of marriage and relationships, which is the word of God. Uh, we're, 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 we're striving to build happy, healthy, thriving relationships and marriages. And so the ministry, we're, 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 as uh, Brother Reggie was saying, we have learned a lot <laughs> uh, uh, through experience and the Lord, the Lord has allowed us to look at those experiences in comparison with the word of God. And so what we do is we just share the word of God. We share the word of God concerning relationships. We, we share the word of God concerning uh, uh, marriages. And I, we really believe that's the first institution. Before there was ever government, God created marriage. And if we can get to the point of healing marriage by pointing, the, pointing marriages back to the blueprint so that we can implement that, I believe we will start seeing healing in our families and churches and communities in our land. And so that's what two is all about. I like to jump in and just say that too. If uh, on this concern, I'm gonna go be bold enough to say that I think marriage was the formation of the first church, to be honest with you. You know, if y'all go back to Genesis in the first chapter, and I think it was, um, um, verse 28, don't hold me to that. I know I got some old school scholars in here, but God gave uh, um, Adam a mandate. He says that I want y'all to go out and be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth, right? 
in, a, in an interesting way, that's the same similar message that Christ gave us in Matthew 28 when he says, well, I'll make disciples of the whole world. Now, I say that because you think about this in, in that context, and we're talking about the impact of a marriage, being the first church, because we've all been called to be priests in our own homes, right? And then here you have this mandate by God who said to, to Adam, go out into the world and, and multiply. Well, not only in procreation, but in the, in the understanding that we're going out discipling the worlds to make many gods because we were created in his, in his image, in his likeness. And so as I am duplicating myself, I'm duplicating God in his very essence. And so that's really the, you know, the first pastor and the first lady creating and forming the first church to go out and disciple the world and subdue it. What you're dealing what we are dealing with, even in the impact of marriage, is the formation of the church. The Holy Spirit lives in us. And so now we're going out and doing that. So, you know, but at the end of the day, that's we are. And it, at the end of the day, we all pastors. At the end of the day, we serve in a church and our family, your first congregants or your children, you know, and then we spill out in our community. That's the impact of what um, church really is and your role in it. Well, y'all ain't going to get me to preach. I'm about to... <laughs> See, this might happen. You get, you get two preachers hooked up yeah, together yeah, with yeah. beards. With like, beards. Hey, man, put me in. Put me in. I forgot to tell yeah. you. So, you know, I, I get it, man. It's a beautiful thing that y'all doing. And But, you know, for, to understand that, when you really think that, I, I challenge y'all to think about that. Because the only thing we're doing, in essence, when we're multiplying, we're showing people through lifestyle evangelism what it looks like to have heaven on earth that's that's the whole that's thing good. about church that's what we've been created to do y'all got me fat i'm too yeah i know i don't like getting up early come on there's been trying to see what my boy did hey i hey you know i want to add one thing pastor warren that was beautiful said you 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 know you summed you summed it up perfectly and uh, you made me think about something. This month has been really incredible with, with, with impact. And, uh, you know, Johnny Mac, thank you for, you know, solidifying the theme for the month because it's really, that's really how we need to come out for the first, you know, for 2021, being an impact. But it made me think about, you know, what, what is our ministry, you know, really about? I know we're, we're really about personal development, but here's what our ministry is symbolic of, guys. We, we are a lighthouse. You know, we're, we're a lighthouse. And here, here's the definition of a lighthouse. The two main purposes of a lighthouse are to serve as a navigational aid and to warn boats of dangerous areas. It's, it's like a traffic sign in the sea. That, that's what this ministry is. is, is. We're, we're a lighthouse and, and a guide uh, for men to, to, to take a look that are lost or maybe have gotten off course a little bit and just need just some indicator for to say, give me a little, give me a little hope that I'm, I'm headed in the right direction. And, and Pastor Warren, this morning, you, you added some wattage to that light, uh, uh, to this structure, I'm calling a lighthouse in this particular metaphor. And, and I really believe that that's symbolic of what this ministry is. And, 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 and lighthouses, men, are impactful. They're needed. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been an old school guide for years and they haven't changed much in structure and technology. They really, other than the wattage, they really haven't changed much essentially as far as what the purpose of it is. So uh, this is an important ministry and Pastor Warren to, for you to contribute to this ministry in the way that you do and freely. Uh, we're so grateful uh, for, for that. And uh, so Derek, I'll pass it back over to you, but I wanted to share that God put that on my heart. 
All right, we get ready to close this thing out. Gentlemen, um, uh, have we decided what that, the, the next theme is for February? We're still working on that. Well, y'all already know with this got to be a, a love theme in there because you know Dr. Warren got his uh, marriage ministry on there. I know sometimes we all yeah. struggle in that space, everybody but Reggie, and uh, <laughs> hope them Reggies be on it. So you know, yeah. But I think maybe if y'all can do something like J Mac, if we can do something so the men can concentrate because we've been called to love our wives like Christ loved the church. And when God pulls out something and put a highlighter across it, means because we probably struggle in the area of love, right? When, when he said women should honor their husbands, you know, sometimes they can struggle in that, that, that capacity of honor, right? But if we concentrate on what we're supposed to do and be love and be those beacons of love, like you're saying, those lighthouses where it starts in with us first, I think that'll be even more impactful so we can get, you know, submerged in this space and really take it to the next level. You know, know what, how about y'all probably need we, uh, just help on that love area? area. Uh, uh, after Warren, uh, we, we'd love for you to come back next month and uh, contribute to that. Uh, we'll, we'll give the exact name, but let's send it around marriage. I mean, we need that. I was right thinking now. the same thing. In this season yeah. of COVID and, and uh, either you're married or getting married, but you know, but you still need, we still, people still need some clues on, on, on how to, you know, strengthen that, that type of uh, union. So, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's focus. Let's, there you go, Sam. Let's there focus. Go. All right. We own it. Let's pray on that. This thing started. Leadership in love in action. KJ Matt. All right, <laughs> gentlemen, let's get ready to close this out. Hey, Pastor Raphael. Yes, sir. Yes, hey, sir. let's uh, let's keep um, the Kathy family in their prayers. Uh, Brother Darren Kathy has been on the National Men's Prayer Call from day one. Um, outstanding man of God. Went to be with the Lord last week. So his wife had reached out to me. And I know Dr. Kenneth Green is going to probably be doing the service here this Saturday. It's private service. But just keep that family lifted up. Uh, I got a chance to know him. Got to go to lunch with him a couple of times. So uh, just a real sharp uh, young man, you know, and had some challenges with his health. But God is so awesome. He loved the Lord. So just keep the Kathy family in your prayer. No doubt. As a matter of fact, we'll talk about this, that to make sure that we can get a resolution over there on behalf of the. Yes. National yes. Prayer it's going to be sad. Dr. Kenneth Green is going to be doing the service. Okay. Definitely. All right. All right, gentlemen. It is with a very sincere heart that um, I'm coming with y'all and let y'all know that, you know, we absolutely love you. Um, yet this is a band of brotherhoods that, you know, I, I, I completely enjoy because I know this journey can be um, very tiresome, challenging, and in some cases discouraging. And so, you know, um, this means a lot just being able to be here on Tuesdays and Thursdays with you gentlemen and I, and I appreciate that from everybody who's sown into me and from a word or a prayer or anything, I deeply appreciate it. And um, I just didn't want to miss this opportunity to make sure my brothers understood that, you know, this has definitely impacted my life. It's keeping me accountable. It's keeping me in a, in a posture that I'm always looking to be a student so then I can go out and teach. And so um, I appreciate everything that you guys sow into me, especially uh, on a weekly basis. And so I just want y'all, I love y'all. And so with that, let's draw in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you absolutely for everything that you're doing, even as you express yourself through my brotherhood, uh, that I can experience love in a real uh, live fashion, Father, in a space that I see you, I see you moving through it, Father. I, 
uh, want you to know that we all notice it. We thank you for uh, keeping us uh, close to the cross and being patient with us. The very first attribute you said about love, Father, you have expressed patience with all of us and we thank you for it. And as we continue to grow in, and participate in our evolution of becoming like Christ, Father, we thank you for giving us other men of God to come in here and sharpen our swords, Father, and to um, join on and on with us as we keep on going so we can be even better, not only for the kingdom, Father, but for our family here on earth. So uh, we just thank you for all of that. Father, we bring the, the Kathy family uh, in front of you, Holy Spirit, for you specifically. I ask that you be with that family, Father, so that your presence is in that room and giving them the comfort that they need, Father, that they that they uh, can um, not only just mourn a loss, Father, but celebrate a life that impacted them. So, Father, we just ask you to do all of these other things as we move and grow and become who we were supposed to be, Father. We ask you to bless this ministry of the National Men's Prayer Call, Father, and supply us with everything that we need to impact the planet and do what you call us to do in Matthew uh, 28, Father, to go out and disciple the world. And we first do that through this ministry right here. So we just give it all over to you, Father. We love you, we honor you, and we live for you. In your son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. All right, gents. Have a glorious weekend. Amen. You guys. And big bro, I'm gonna send you a sandwich at your house. Send me your address. God bless you. A little light right now. You're looking a little thin. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a snack. <laughs> yeah, you get pity on me, man. Amen. God bless y'all. You guys. Lord. You guys take care. Thanks, uh, Alfred. Man, thank you, my brother. God bless. Great job, Doc.